I'm 24 years old. I turned 25 in four months. Okay, nice. So you're hitting the mid-20 mark. Exactly mid-20 mark. Well, what's classified as mid-20s? 25. Between 20 and 30. Oh, um, wait. <laughs> How old am I now? 24. Oh my god, I'm You're turning you're you're reaching the mid of your twenties. I am turning twenty-five. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. Hello. I, is that what I just said too? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was surprising myself. Yeah. I don't know why, but in my head I thought I was twenty-three turn, about to turn twenty-four. No, mate, that's me. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. We're reaching our mid twenties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And shit. lately we've been talking about how we have friendships and like navigating those in your 20s because you start off at high school having like a huge group of friends and then for me I realized that I and I think a lot of people realize in their 20s that you only need like two to five people that you really lean on mm-hmm. for support yep. and having a dynamic between different people not relying on one person for everything and learning that you don't have to have a sole one best friend for mm. everything it's quite unhealthy I think to just rely on one person to Mm. fulfill you in every aspect. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, it's probably good to start at sort of the school aspect of things. I mean, what we're talking about in this episode is really focusing on, like, relationships as you come into your 20s there. Obviously, you're wrapping up school as a teenager. You've established some really close friendships and bonds with the people that you've you've been um, through school with. Mm. Um, And it's very rare to maintain – I mean, it seems at least – in society, it's very rare to maintain deep connections with, you know, a lot of people from school. Mm, and like mm. you said, just like two to five people. Yeah. That's generally sort of the average number, I guess, of, of how many people that, you know, when you looked maybe just like three years after you graduate or five years after you graduated, like how many people in your life were you going to school with? Mm. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm, I, I, I can, I can, I think I've got like seven or eight people that I'm like reasonably close with from school. That's a lot. Which I, I, I think that's I feel, like an yeah. exception. Yeah, I feel like it is a lot. What about for you? Like, um, there's four. Yeah. That I'm really no three. Yeah. Three very close friends, and mm. that's it. But I mean, it, we came from a huge group to yeah, yeah, and you really realize how your character growth changes. Where you just related in the past to the history, the fun that you had together, and then like n- navigating. Like for example, this year I had a really close friend that I'm not so close with anymore, realizing that sometimes it might only be the history that's keeping you together and all the fun times you had, but maybe as people you don't you don't like share the same yeah. maybe views on life, the same sort of perspectives. Even though it's good to have dynamic perspectives amongst your friend groups, you might not be moving in the same way and you no longer have that same connection because it's just Yep. The experiences that you had together. Mm. That's a tricky and – and I think that can be tricky when you start to get into your 20s and with those friends – like you said, those con- contrasting views. And as you start to mature, you become, you know, a proper adult. Um, yeah, there's there's always going to be clashes there. Mm. And yeah, you're right. I think a lot of people like – I think a lot of people know it but don't want to accept it, the fact that, that maybe those fr- – long-lasting friendships are just really relying on the history that mm. they've had in those fun times back yeah. in the day. And really like, you know, it's interesting to think maybe those those people, like what would happen if you had just met them, like you didn't know them before oh, you met them at a party. that is a hundred. That's such yeah. a good perspective. Right. Meeting and them like, now you... and thinking, would we even have anything in common? Yeah. Or is it just the memories that we have together that are help- mm. holding us close? And maybe that's a good way to sort of analyze the relationship and 
you know, way up whether it's actually bringing you value. Yeah, and whether you've grown together. Like if you actually like that person, maybe you guys don't necessarily like any, like have any traits that you particularly like about the other person anymore. But of course you don't want to like cut off the friendship because when there is history, it's nice to hold on to that. But then I think over time, just naturally, it just fades off. Like Mm. you might try to do the same things that you used to do, but as we progress through time, you might not want to be at the parties anymore. You might Mm. not want to be doing the same Macca's runs. Like you're going through a different, of course, I'm always up for a Macca's run, but do you know what I mean? You're not doing the same task that you used to do. It's kind of like there's no new energy flowing through the relationship Mm. anymore. Mm. So it kind of like comes to a natural close sometimes. Whereas other friendships and also in relationships, like the key is that you like magically grow alongside each other and mm. you keep feeding each other and keep having, I think it's so important to develop as an individual and having like, and looking outwards and finding different perspectives and taking, internalizing that, bec- coming up with your own perspective and sharing that with people and having like a critical sort of lens So that when you go to your friends, you know that it's not like, I guess, in high school, you sort of mirror each other's views because you're so like in the same, I guess, like you're going to school five days a week and all that. You're in the same. But when you're out there having different influences, different experiences, you can come to situations and give advice from a different perspective Mm. rather than. Mm. And I think that's so important that, yeah, people are um, developing as individuals and can offer like an unbiased view when they're giving advice and Mm. Yeah, they're developing I mean, as yeah. an individual. You hear it so often of, you know, maybe you've, you haven't spoken to a friend in a year or so. It's been a little while and um, they come back and, they're like, and they, they seem like a different person. You, know? mm. and you hear that a lot of like, oh, you know, you've changed. Mm. You know, you've, whether it's for the better or the worse, they're just a different person. And that's, I think, just the reality of growing up in your 20s. You're not, you're not going to be the same person you were when you're 16, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I th- and I, you know I think that uh, like I've, I've learned that myself. Like, there's been times where people have really shifted and changed, and um, and that's and it's totally natural. Mm. You know, it's totally natural, and uh, yeah, it goes along with what you're saying there. Those different influences start to come in from from different aspects of life, as you mentioned. That the school is like that's your world when mm. you're there. You don't yeah. have many. You you share that's the it. same influences <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You're in that same bubble, that same community. And yeah, it makes sense. And you know, you're still young. You're still, you, it's very easy. To be yeah, so much more impressionable. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, but when you, yeah, when you start to become your own adult as you enter your twenties, it's you start to become more individual. You know, you're yeah, not just, you're not just part of the pack. You're not just part of the herd anymore. Yeah, your experiences mm. shape you into someone, and it's not necessarily like, of course, there's no like blaming or anyone's fault it's just like whether those influences and your perspectives flow together and they can complement each other or whether it no longer serves each of you to be within each other's lives yeah Mm. Mm. and that can be tricky it can be tricky to cut people off like Mm. uh, we've we've all had to cut people off and i think i think it's a good skill to develop as you come into your 20s um knowing when and who Mm. like the right time yeah, to cut it's off so rough. people mm. and it can be really tricky. Um, there's no like way around it. It can be tricky, especially when you've got that history with them, mm. but you've really got to think about yourself. And I mean, not to have a selfish point of view, but really sort of, it's, it's not selfish. It's really just having self-awareness and valuing yep. yourself. Um, and it's, you got to be careful not to be taken advantage of um, oh, hundred. when, especially in your, those early twenties. Um, Mm. yeah really 
establishing that sort of that that gauge of you know are these people contributing to my life and knowing when to cut when to maybe cut that relationship off and and put yourself and your well-being first 100 percent. i think it comes back to like the classic saying is like how do you feel after being with that person spending an hour do you feel deflated of course sometimes there may be experiences like you can't you know there's like some days someone might have an off day and you're like okay but putting it in perspective as a whole when you think of them do you feel energized or do you feel deflated and if that is like a progressively long thing that you're going through you well, that person's not serving you in your life mm-hmm. of course if they're going through a mental health there's always exceptions mm-hmm. you can be there and support it but if it's a continuous thing of feeling deflated around someone's energy then there's no point because it's a one-way relationship mm-hmm. yeah so you both need to energize each other mm-hmm. it's a clear indication that that's not serving you anymore it's not mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to be careful of that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as as I've as I've grown older, I, I mean, as we mentioned earlier, I'm like I'm hitting my mid twenties now. <laughs> um, I th- I'm really happy of sort of the 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 circle that I'm starting to. Sort of oh, I feel exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it feels like you're really like treading water. For, well, for me, I felt like for a long time, like where am I going? Like who am I with? And now, like who being are your more, people? Yeah, being more intentional about like no, this person I know brings value to my life, yeah. and like being specific and really like nourishing those relationships, calling them often, checking up, gifting at birthdays, like really like valuing those people mm. and like putting energy into them because yep. you know they're good eggs. Mm. Yeah. I think it's so important too to, I mean, again, when you come to your 20s, it's, it, you start to become, your, as we mentioned, your own person. Um, you really become an individual as you become an adult. But having having a good community of people around you, mm. just a good, just friends, we're like we're not talking about like romantic or anything other yeah. anything else just yet, but just like a solid friend base and just good people that you can vibe off. Mm. Um, people that have similar interests to you, uh, similar views to you. Um, yeah, it's it's super, super important. I mean, not to get too personal, but like even just us, like Helena and I just like met early this year and I think <laughs> yeah. you're, you're a good example of someone that like the kind of person that I want in my friend circle, right? hundred. Because feel exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, it's just like proof of, the, of this podcast. Like we met this year and we've already started a podcast. Yeah, right? it's like, so good. We did the same year, so... I mean, it's sort of proof that, you know, it's, it's when you find those right people to click with. Mm. Yeah, it, you get to think about, I mean, you start to realize your own sort of qualities and your own sort of, uh, I mean, especially when it comes to being a creative, um, which is, I mean, I guess a big focus of this podcast. It's all about finding those people who boost your creativity. Don't shut it down. Mm, you know? mm, Sometimes mm. you might have those friends that sort of like a bit negative and being like, you know, why are you doing the music thing? Why are you mm. doing the acting thing sort of thing? But no, find those people that are going to surround you, give you that boost, give you that energy and, mm. and help, you know, get that get those creative juices flowing. Um, yeah. Definitely. Collaboration. hundred. And you can feel when someone's your fan. Like when you've got a friend that's a fan of what you're doing and believes yep. in you, you can feel it. You can start feeling them drop off when they might be, say, intimidated by the fact that you're taking a risk because as a creative, it is risky. We all know that. Yeah. And you can feel when it's no longer like an interest to them as to what is passionate to you. And when you feel that, I feel like that is when I'm immediately like, okay, sheesh. Like if that person's not energetic about what's passionate for me, Mm. then it's not so because I feel energetic for them. You know, like it's an exchange and you want to support each other and have that energy for them when they're excited about something Mm. and being happy. I think that's a huge thing. If someone's not happy for your success and it becomes about them, something, I don't know, like, oh, you know, like there's many small ways that they can Mm. turn it and it's not 
it's no longer about the, the achievement or the success or the excitement. It's about something small that's petty. Then you're like, wow, like life is too short for this. Like yes, these big yeah. ideas that we need to appreciate in each other and when mm. another person is passionate about something and they're doing it, like at the bare minimum being happy and supportive and saying like mm. I'm glad, like I'm happy for you mm. and being genuine about that is so important. It's become one of my favorite pastimes, just gassing my friends up. Yeah, no, I feel like, as you were saying with us in our friendship, I feel like we both like mentor each other so much and we're like, yeah. hey, love this, like keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're not afraid to like say, hey, with this, like for mm. example, like with our different career stuff and me going for something or you going for something, yeah, do this. Maybe you shouldn't do that thing, but do this part and mm. like it's so good. And just yeah. being like coming from a good place and not thinking about yourself when you're supporting someone else. Mm. just being wholly into like what they want to do and be like, yes, for them. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. So I, I, I think I think when it comes to friend relationships, I mean, I, I think, I mean, what age do you get to when you feel like you can finally get a good read on on, on the right people to, to surround yourself? I think, I think it's a matter of sort of meeting maybe the wrong people and mm. you can sort of know who the right people are in a way. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, that's so true. Yeah. It but, is I mean, true. That, that this. That's that's when you realize. Sometimes you might not realize how toxic someone is until afterwards, and you, until and yeah, maybe and you meet new people and go, "Oh my gosh!" Like, it's like a refreshment. Yeah, you realize like, the wow. mindset that you were in, and you're like, "Wow, I didn't know it could be th- this good." Mm. Yeah, it's mm. so interesting, and like even with relationships, I think we can move into that now. And like, I think when you absorb, like, absorb yourself into someone so much, and if they're not serving you, whether it's in a relationship, like a romantic relationship or a friendship. And then taking a space out for that. They always say one door closes, another door opens. I wholeheartedly believe in this because, yeah, I've been in a relationship, as I mentioned before, like that wasn't very much serving me and then moving on from that and then having the space to like meet a friend like you. And then it's like I wouldn't have had the emotional energy to meet a new friend and have space for new energy if I was absorbed in another energy. Do you know what I mean? And it's the same in relationships. If you're with someone that's not serving you, you need to – remove that you need to make space for something different mm. to come along, something refreshing. Yeah. But if you're so absorbed in something that's not serving you, you're not – there's no space for anything else to enter. I feel like your energy is all mm. absorbed. Romantic relationships are an interesting, and are an interesting thing. Um, it's, mm. a, it's, it's such like a big – I mean, in our Western culture, society, I guess, it's like such – it seems like such a big – it's a big thing. I mean, when you, we've got dating apps all over the place. Um, Choices, it's, options. Yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's almost this, at times I think it's very natural in your 20s to feel that pressure to maybe be connected with people romantically. Mm. Right? And It's um, very interesting. Yeah. Like we see on movies, it's so common yeah. for people to be like, of course movies, like whether we like it or not, they shape a lot of our culture. Um, but. Yeah, you see people having one-night stands often. 20s is like in and out of relationships, Mm. have a bit of this, have a bit of that. Mm. And it's interesting, both of us barely had much relationship Mm. like experience in comparison to what you would say is the norm for your 20s. And never, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like you said, we haven't, both of us have have not necessarily have like the most um, romantic relationship experience, but I, just from my point of view, like it, it's so important. I mean, it's it's sort of similar to like the just having just like a regular friend. You get to think about are they bringing value to how much value mm. are they bringing to 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 your life? And 
I think it's very easy just to get caught up in just um, you know, loving people for for superficial reasons. Mm, um, for the comfort, the, the yeah. comfort of having someone. Mm, and yeah, maybe pop culture is like, like you said, sort of like when it comes to one night stands and that sort of that superficial love at times. That sort of become a bit more highlighted. Mm. Um, and maybe that re- those deep connections, like real connections, aren't really as prim- prominent as mm. as maybe they once were. Um, Mm. Yeah, but I mean, the, the point that I keep thinking for me is like, I, I think it's so important to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. That's, like, that's like something that, I mean, we've talked about it a lot and like just being comfortable, being, being really self-aware and knowing yourself first. Like I've, I've had friends that have been in and out of relationships like since they're like 14 mm. and it's like, you t- they just... They haven't had the time. To, they haven't. They haven't spent more than you know a couple of months being single. Mm. And it's like shit. It's like I can't imagine mm. what that would be like, right? And it. I guess different people have sort of different um, sort of uh, <laughs> what's the word? Like mm. some people really feel the need to be with someone all the mm, time, mm, right? Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, just 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 knowing yourself is so important, and I think. Yeah, when it comes to feeling that pressure of, of having to be in a relationship, just just like don't rush into it and take that mm. take, take the time to step back and establish your own values and your own just who you are as a person as an adult. Yeah, and because you don't want to jump into a relationship and let them be impacting you negatively. You know, if you mm. don't know yourself, they could impact, they can influence you negatively. They can take advantage of you. That's where it gets dangerous. Yeah. Definitely. And as we hear it all the time, like the people you surround yourself is who you become. Whether you like it or not, you do take on their influences and who they are. And I think when you're younger and you have a relationship and you're not, as we said before, you're more naive, more impressionable, you are less likely to know who you are and you may be more shaped by that person. I remember my first relationship was so shaped by the guy that I was with that I, at the end of the relationship, I was so infatuated with him that I didn't even know who I was. And like breaking out of that was like the biggest heartbreak of my life. Then coming out of that, I was like so turned off relationships. I want to travel. I want to do all these things. And then shaping myself for who I am. I'm so strong in who I am. Like I'd be happily funky weird in front of a guy. Whereas before I'd be like, I would never show a guy that side of me. Mm. You know, like this is me. Like Mm. this, I'm like formed person Mm. and I'm ready to meet another formed person Mm. that doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And like, why would you be fake in front of someone like that? Right. Like Mm. imagine like faking yourself just to try and impress someone. Yeah. I don't even know if it's, I don't know if it's, I think it's sort of like hiding, like sort of um, dulling down who you are. Yeah just to play it safe and make sure that you're not too too yeah. much. Like the deepest, the best relationships are the ones where the other person accepts you for your deepest character traits, mm. I guess. Mm. Like, like when they really connect on a deeper level in a way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. Yeah. A hundred. <laughs> like I think in for myself, it's like if they accept all my funky, weird mm. bits of me being mm. like, strangely animated and mm. making up weird things and i don't know like the goofy side of me i'm like all right if they're up for that then mm. yeah but it's good to know and feel comfortable in yourself in like all aspects of who you are in different situations and being ready to present that to someone rather than being unsure mm. and half-hearted about who you are yeah i mean just me personally i think I, I think i was a little bit like that like i can admit i was a bit like that early on 
in like my late teen years where maybe I wasn't my true self mm. when it came to connecting with people because it's only natural we want to be accepted by people yep. and be appreciated and maybe you put yourself in a different light to um, with the intent of yeah of, of having people appreciate you yeah and it's only when you finally you forget you forget about that you get rid of that lifestyle and you just be your true genuine self which is something that I really sort of um, really sort of make sure I do um, for this past few years now I guess since I've entered my 20s like really make sure that I'm genuinely myself and when it comes to interacting with new people don't don't worry about the judgment don't worry mm. about you know the, the fear of being sort of like viewed in a certain way just be yourself and mm. And that way it, you don't have to worry about like what you're doing at all or like be fussed about anything, mm. you know. Like there's that saying, <laughs> there's that saying, oh, I can't remember who it was but I've like heard it a couple of times recently. I really like it. It's like when you say the truth in a situation, you don't have to worry about, oh, this isn't, ex- I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember exactly what it is. <laughs> it's like when you say the truth in a, in a situation, you don't have to worry about if you're lying or not or something okay. like that. Okay, I haven't heard I don't it. know. It's, it's it something like cool. that. I don't know. Yeah. It's, but yeah, I, which I really like. It's like if you're just being your true, genuine self, you don't have to have any worries about like if you've given someone the wrong idea or anything. Yeah. And, you know, if people are going to like you then, then... It's... it's no. Well, it's yes. for me, I understand what you're saying. I'm yeah. like, I'd rather give them the full package of who I am, mm. like very early on in the relationship, take it or leave it so I don't have to waste my time for when my real self comes out and inevitably itself. Yeah. Like if you know who I am within the first month of knowing me, take it or leave it. Like, and I'll take or leave what you've got to offer too. Like if you're a positive spirit, whatever. Mm. Whereas if you're dulling it down, it's it's going to come out. Mm. Like you can't de- depress, oppress who you are for mm. too long. It's naturally going to come Indeed, out. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to feel like mm. and that's stale. I mean like, and even for me now, like, like thinking about, it's 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 good um, when it comes to romantic relationships, learning what you are attracted to, like genuinely mm. attracted to, mm. um, not just like on a superficial level. Yeah. But like one of the key things for me is like um, just being genuine, and it's mm. it's like sounds super cliche. Genuinely yourself. Yeah, yeah, it just goes along with what we're saying. Like, be if you're really weird, be really weird. Like that's cool. Yeah. Own and it. Like yeah, and like if it's not going to work, then it's not going to work. Like if you if you're super crazy, then whatever. Um, but yeah, it's. I want to see that super weirdness from the get go. I want to yeah. see your quirky characteristics, what makes you unique. Mm. And you know, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But like, yeah, you you want to see that from the get go, and 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 mm. you know, if 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 it does click, then that's that's cool. Yeah, and also <laughs> I wanted to talk about like this idea because I I noticed that you said find yourself quite often, and I agree. But I also think another part of being in your twenties is a huge pressure to find yourself. And I remember like coming out of school, I was like, how do I find myself? Like, who is my true being? Like, where Identity. is it? And like you really coming from like almost mid-20s now, you only find yourself through experiences, through trying new things, through the wrongs and the right. As you said, being around bad people, like the wrong people teaches you what you feel like about the good people. Mm. Being in bad situations, doing hobbies, trying out hobbies you don't like teaches you what you do yeah. like. Doing things, yeah, like doing random things and then absolutely loving them shapes you so there's like Mm. no pressure as to finding who you are it's Mm -hmm. just like exposing yourself in different situations and seeing how that feels for you Mm. and then like gravitating to that more often Mm. 
And I think it's always important regardless of what you are formed to be as a person. Like I'm sure this is the bare minimum of what we talk about is like always being open and adaptable to growing because that is the Mm. point of everything Mm. is having that character trait. I think everyone needs to have the character trait of being malleable and open in a certain aspect to understanding new opinions, different perspectives. It's so important to grow and I think that's – the key of being a good, well-rounded person that's going to constantly develop into like a powerhouse of a person is being adaptable to a, mm. to an extent. Mm. The, the, I mean, just, and open. Yeah, just the simple mantra of no regrets is like so true. I've realized mm. that already. Like, even if you try, like, not just about relationships, about anything in life, like you're saying, if you try the shit. You know, mm. If you try something and it was and it, you know a uni course or something or whatever. And it was shit and you quit after a few weeks. It's like you don't the, you shouldn't regret that or something. Or like if you have a shitty relationship and you go, Oh, I regret being with that person. No, like it, it helps to build your character. Yeah, it's growth in itself. And, and now your lens has has been shaped more accurately. So that now in the future you've got a more um put together more mm. um, a weathered, not weathered. Greater focus, I guess. Yeah, just like a greater focus, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, become more self aware. Yeah, I wanted to say on the flip side of being obviously having that trait of being open and adaptable, obviously having the strength and like stability to say yes, no, as we've spoken about before and having like these morals that you – that are like non – what's the word? Like non-negotiable of being like this is what I – this is who I am. This is what I want while also being – having that trait that is ready for development. Yeah. As for friendships and relationships, being like, this is the bare minimum of what I expect. Mm. Respect this good hygiene or a person that is happy for my progress and I'm happy for theirs. Mm. And having that is like setting that standard is so important in understanding who you are. Because if you stand for nothing, then what are you like? Mm. No one, uh, there's, some, there's even coming back to Taylor Swift's lyrics, she says something like, A friend to all is a friend to none. Yeah. You can't yeah. be friends yeah, with so everyone. And also yeah. learning that it's okay to be disliked. Yeah. And that's also another progress of having a good friendship group is if you have like a solid two to five people that you like really stand by and you like you both stand by each other, mutual standby, then you feel safe to be who you are amongst everyone else mm. because they're sort of like your safety net who can yeah. – you can go do these wacky weird things and be wacky weird you. And if people don't like it, you can come back and have that support of people saying like, fuck, we love you for who you are. That's cool that you tried that out. You've just learned a new lesson. Mm. You've just realized what you don't like in that person or maybe you don't want to try that thing again or maybe you don't want to show that part of yourself or, you know, mm. it's a really good stability stint, like safety Definitely. net. Definitely, yeah. So good. And, I mean, as we sort of come to the uh, – well, actually, I should mention actually as well that you can watch the Taylor – sneaky plug, we can watch the Taylor, the, <laughs> yeah. the Taylor Swift podcast um, from two weeks ago, which we did, which was just diving into Taylor Swift's lyrics from the last couple albums um but hey also this year um talk, speaking of the podcast i mean the podcast has been a great example of me just can like building re- professional relationships mm, yep. when i think of like i mean it's been exactly a year almost exactly a year we're recording this on the 2nd of jan um it's been almost exactly happy a year. year yeah happy new year <laughs> um well wow, i just went straight into a shock is it just like no, I didn't even think of it. <laughs> yeah. happy new year um anyway um yeah, it's it's been almost a year since I started Atlas Eyes. And the number of people I've met, like the community that I've created around me has been awesome. And yep. just like these random people 
um, who are just doing the same thing I am. Yeah. And we just meet on the internet. Mm. And the podcast has been great because like the podcast allows for me to just jump straight into like deep conversations with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, like with some a majority of the guests that I've had on this podcast have been like, I've, I've, I've never met before. Yeah. And it's just like, they just shoot me a DM on Instagram and I'm mm. like, yeah, cool. Like you seem cool. Mm. And then we d- jump into the podcast. And then after the podcast, when we f- finish recording, we continue talking for like another yeah. 20 minutes just That's because so it's great. like we're rolling and you have a deep, co- there's something really magical about having a really deep connection with someone really quickly mm, like that. Mm, like, mm. Like it's not there's not there's not many social situations when you get when you get thrown into a room together like that and have, mm. get to sit down for half an hour and just talk right yep yep and that's what this podcast does it sits me down for half an hour with a stranger and we get into it and yeah you realize that you know we're all we're all human mm. right? <laughs> yeah and it's also like I think you know what you want to do and you're so like you're in what you want to do, the music, the podcast, you expose that to the public through social media. So you're like giving this package deal. And if people, other people that are so into like their music or whatever they're into, their art, come to you, it's so much more interesting to be like, let's unpack all your experiences and how you've become who you are. Mm. And I'll unpack how I've done mine. Yeah. It's so interesting to have that like, uh, we're at that age where we've come to this part where like all these experiences have shaped who I am and like, Let's get to know each other. Let's understand what makes you tick. And mm, definitely, mm. when when you're creative, it's so important to have that little community of of relationships. And I mean, they say they say a lot. It's also about who you know. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. I mean, like at times, like I've sort of like not really liked that that saying, but it, that could it, be a whole podcast. Yeah, I mean, that could be a whole podcast <laughs> in itself. But it is kind of true, and I've realized that just being in the industry for like, you know, I guess, almost ten years now, it seems. Mm. Um, it is about who you know and it doesn't have to have negative connotations around it, but it is important to be building that contact list, you know, mm. talk to people at venues, the venue managers, talk to mm. talk to different artists, different, um, you know, marketing people. Yeah, it, does, yeah, it doesn't just, matter which career you're in. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it was music or if it's any sort of creative field or not doesn't have to be creative at all. Mm. Having that, having that it's, it's the best way to really sort of, push yourself into that industry mm, just, mm-hmm. just to like the meet people that are there and that are working keeping you there. inspired yeah. yeah 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 and that's one of the main things like when you meet people it's tricky just being just being by yourself in a bedroom if you're not connecting with anyone right you're mm. just not really seeing anything mm. but yeah those people keep you inspired they keep you accountable mm. um yeah they just push you to become yeah better. i was gonna say that as well with the um us talking about two to five friends also as well moving on with the whole sort of thing being adaptable, being open for new relationships. Not necessarily everyone in your life has to be a close friend. Of course, we only have emotional energy for a few people. But then having that network is so important. Just because you have your close friends doesn't mean you need to be a snob and close off everyone else. Yeah, Like having a great network around you cannot be more like underestimated Mm. because it's so inspiring to bounce off other people and like get to know what makes them tick and using maybe collaborating. There's so much potential there. So much potential. Yeah. Indeed. And also my last point I wanted to say is having fun, like yeah. adding fun if, in everything. If something is not fun At the end of the day. and bringing fun to it, it's mm. so important. Not taking anything too seriously. Friendship should not be too serious. Relationship should not be too serious. Networking, like of course, there's seriousness in everything, but it should not ever be wholly serious. Mm. Especially in your 20s. 
Yeah. You know, you're, you're ever. Still gr- ever. Well, ever. Yeah, no, you're Of right. course, you're 30s right. and 40s. It might seem more responsible, like, I mm. guess, with is like when you kind of like put your feet down. Mm. But, well, that's typically. But it mm. should never be too serious. I yep. think it's so easy for yeah. things to become way mm. too serious. Yeah. And it's mm. like, what are we even doing this for? Why yeah. is this friendship here if it's this hard? Mm. Why is this relationship here if it's this stale yeah it should not be that hard mm, that's right yeah i mean like ultimately at the end of the day like i mean we're all here on earth together and you know not to sound too like you know uh, no do this it together, do but, it but it, <laughs> no i mean like there wasn't anything specific that i wanted to say but yeah the, just the general point of like it's it's like living life is all about connecting with people mm. and that's what i've that i think that's that's one of the key things that i really live by that i've learned mm. just over the years so far is it like it's connecting with people is like the most exciting thing. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the most valuable like, experience. It's like one of my connecting, favorite hobbies. <laughs> yeah. Connecting with people and genuinely yeah. having fun. Which is weird because I, I consider myself like an introvert. Like I don't necessarily open up to too many people. Mm. But at the same time, I'm just like, no, that is such like a key part of life. Like meeting people, creating connections. Um, yeah. It can really, really be magical. And there's so many ways to do it. Mm. That's the beauty of it. That's right. That's right. Well, hey, we want to be your friends too. <laughs> so you can find us on Instagram. Helena is it Helena Janice on Instagram. Yes. However you like to pronounce Janice. 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 And Loki um, is at Atlas Eyes underscore. Indeed. You can find those linked down below in the description wherever you listen to this podcast. And the podcast, of course, is available just about everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, also available. The full video on YouTube. You can see our pretty faces as we chitter-chatter about random topics. New <laughs> podcast episodes every Monday. Every second Monday, you've got Helena and I talking about a random topic as we have done today. And um, every other Monday, we're talking to some musical guests. 2021, If you're a mu- if you're a musician, if you're an artist and you're listening right now, Send me a DM if you're interested in coming on the podcast and um, we can we can line something up as well. What a uh, good opportunity. Yeah. Let's, before we wrap up, let's do a little song recommendation. Oh, wow. Let's, you let's, go first. Let's, 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 let's whip up a song that we can whack into the playlist. Um, for me, it's actually going to be an Ariana Grande tune. We're just, oh, hello. We're just listening to it before. Mm. Um, Breathing. Ariana Grande. One of my favorite Ariana Grande tunes. Um, just a banger. It just is great. Straight up banger. Yeah, yeah, okay. On the same note of Ariana Grande, I'm mm. going to do um, Point of View, POV. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool concept. She's asking him. Mm. She wants to see herself from his point of view. Mm. Love it. Indeed. We can find those tracks. It's quite sultry. Yes, indeed. <laughs> those tracks are available on the Indie Music Diaries playlist, which is on Spotify. Just go ahead and search that Indie Music Diaries playlist, all the songs. All right, there. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Yeah, and have a great year until we see you next. Bye. Bye.